Abraham sends a servant to find a wife for his son from among Abraham's kinsmen. Laban helps him and Rebekah agrees to become Isaac's wife. A reading from the book of Genesis. The man said to Rebekah in a household, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master and he has become wealthy. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male and female slaves, camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. And he has given him all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I live, but you shall go to my father's house, to my kindred, and get a wife for my son. I came today to the spring and said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if you now, if you now, you will only make successful the way I am going. I am standing here by the spring of water. Let the young woman who comes out to draw, to whom I shall say, Please give me a little water from your jar to drink, and who will say to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let her be the woman who the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Before I had finished speaking in my heart. There was Rebekah coming out with her water jar on her shoulder. And she went down to the spring and drew. And I said to her, Please let me drink. She quickly let down her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will also water your camels. So I drank, and she also watered the camels. Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethul, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her arms. Then I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord and God of my master Abraham, who had led me the right way to obtain the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. Now then, if you will deal loyally and truly with my master, tell me. And if not, tell me, so that I may turn either to the right hand or to the left. And they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will. So they sent away their sister Rebekah and her nurse, along with Abraham's servant and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, May you, our sister, become thousands of myriads. May your offspring gain possession of the gates of their foes. Then Rebekah and her maids rose up, mounted the camels and followed the man. Thus the servant took Rebekah and went his way. Now Isaac had come from Beer Lahai Roy and was settled in the Negev. Isaac went out in the evening to walk in the field, and looking up, he saw camels coming. And Rebekah looked up, and when she saw Isaac, she slipped quickly from the camel and said to the servant, Who is the man over there walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, it is my master. So she took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. He took Rebekah and she became his wife. And he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Hear what the Spirit saying to God's people. Thanks. Thanks.
The psalm appointed for this morning is Psalm 45, verses 11 through 18. It's found on page 4 of the service leaflet. Please stand as you are able and sing. Reading from Paul, letter of Paul to the Romans. I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree that the law is good. But in fact, it is no longer that I do it, but sin that dwells within me. For I know that nothing good dwells within me, that is, in my flesh. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it, for I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. Now, if I do what I do not want, it is no longer that I do it, but sin that dwells within me, for I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self, but I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Holy Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. 
For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deeds. At the same time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Be seated, please. All right, how many of you giggled in the Old Testament lesson when he said, I put the ring on her nose? (laughs) What's going on there? It's actually quite a winning story. Um, It's much longer than what we just read here. This is only the summary of the story. It, It starts a chapter earlier. Abraham is getting ready to die. He wants to make sure that Isaac has a wife, um, and he doesn't want Isaac's wife to be one of those girls, one of those Canaanite girls. And so he tells his servant, go to my homeland and find a wife for my son. Now, Isaac is not supposed to make the trip. He cannot go back there. That would um, make null God's promise to Abraham to leave behind his homeland and come here. So the servant is to go and to find a wife. He takes ten camels loaded with gifts. So imagine the scene when he pulls into town with his caravan of ten camels. This is going to make quite a commotion. They haven't seen anything like this in a long time. So he gets off his camel. He comes to the spring. He prays to God, let the woman who, when I ask her for a drink, offers to water the camels be the right one. And as soon as he's done praying, out comes Rebecca. He says, can I have a drink? She gives him a drink and says, here, and let me water your camels also. Now, she has a pitcher. It's ten camels. They drink a lot. She's going to be there a while drawing water um, for Uh, for these camels. I suppose he's watching her to see how well she works, to see if this is a good wife for for Isaac. She's done watering the camels, and he takes out two gold bracelets and a gold nose ring. Now, she's young. She probably says, wow. He says, here, these are for you. She runs home to her brothers and says, there's this guy down at the spring. And they quickly come down and say, come to our house. We'll provide fodder for the camels and a meal for you. So he says, okay. They prepare the meal. He's there in the tent. And he says, but before we eat, I have to tell you my errand. And then he relates this little story for the second time. Um, He takes gifts out from the camel and gives to them very large bribes. And they say, sure, take Rebecca. Um, She can go. Um, But but let her stay for 10 days to say goodbye. And he says, no, I'm in a hurry. I want to get going. So they call in Rebecca and say, will you go with him? And she says, yes. And then we hear, we hear the end of the story. Um, so she does have a little bit of choice in the matter. She um, says, yes, I'll go. But notice the way the storyteller sets this up. Rebecca is making the same journey 
that Abraham made when God called him away from his homeland. She is to leave the same homeland for a destination sight unseen. She doesn't know where she's going, never been there. Just like Abraham had to leave where he was and go sight unseen into an unknown future. Notice that she also receives the same blessing that Abraham receives. May your children be myriads of myriads and possess the gates of their foes. Same thing God promised to Abraham. So Rebekah is now being held up as a model for the faithful follower of God, just like Abraham was held up in his story as the faithful follower of God. Later on in the, in the Old Testament, marriage becomes a metaphor for that relationship with God. Notice that this meeting takes place at a well. There are lots of other meetings at a well. Jacob meets Rachel at the well. Moses meets Zipporah at the well. And weddings always result. Now, fast forward to the New Testament. Jesus meets the woman of Samaria at the well and says, may I have a drink? We are supposed to recognize this form of story. This is a marriage proposal. It's a marriage proposal from God to the woman at the well at Samaria. They get into this theological dispute. Jews don't give Samaritans drinks, vice versa. They get all the way through this dispute, and Jesus says, go and call your husband. She says, I don't have a husband. And he says, you're right. You've had five, and the one you have now is not your husband. Samaria had been conquered five times um, and been forced to worship the gods of their conquerors these five times, and they were now worshiping the god of the Jews, their original god, and it's not really yours, says Jesus. But then they invite him to come to dinner, just like happens in all of these other marriage proposals. They believe and come to worship the same god that Jesus does. And so here's this marriage proposal, just like back there. But notice, just as Abraham said, I don't want my son Isaac to marry one of those girls, Jesus is making this proposal exactly to one of those girls. A Samaritan, wrong kind of person. Five husbands, really the wrong kind of person. But that's exactly whom God is looking for. No longer are we stuck looking for not those Canaanites, but now looking for precisely the people who have been closed out. Our passage from the Gospel this morning, Jesus says, to what should I compare this generation? We played the flute, you wouldn't dance, we wailed and you wouldn't mourn, just like kids playing in the marketplace. John came eating, um, fasting and you said he has a demon, son of man came eating and drinking and you said a glutton, a drunkard, a friend of sinners and tax collectors. Exactly those kinds of people, those kinds of people, are who Jesus is drawing into that community, into that marriage proposal, into that faith with God. Rebecca sets out on a journey of faith, beginning where she is and going where she doesn't know. We are called to set out from where we are and go on a journey of faith to where we don't know. Precisely us, those sorts of people, all of us with our brokenness, with our five husbands or damaged relationships or whatever it is, God says, no, it's for you that I'm looking. Come on a journey of faith. Set out from where you are, and I'll take you to where there's happiness to be had. 
camelloads of gifts and joy in human relationship. Come. Amen.